Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, and this is episode number 79. Can you believe it? 79 episodes. I'm so grateful to have you here today. We are going to talk about an interesting topic today. I've been wanting to do this podcast for quite some time, and this seemed like a very good week to do it for you. And that is a chat about Amazon. You are not Amazon, right? And you are probably using the excuse occasionally, maybe not, but that you can't compete with Amazon, or maybe you've uttered those words or are thinking that on occasion. But I have some amazing strategies and ideas that we can take away from Amazon and give you a competitive advantage. You already have a competitive advantage over Amazon. And we're going to talk about that today here on the podcast. But before we jump in, I just want to give a shout out to those of you longtime listeners. I'm so grateful for you. And I love that you're listening. I'm getting so many Instagram messages and Facebook messages and emails from you. And I so appreciate you all sharing your feedback about the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. If you are a new listener, please, 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 or a regular listener to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, we would be so grateful if you would leave us a review on Apple podcast, or please feel free to send me an email. Let me know what you'd like to hear more of. I do this podcast weekly for you. We are planning into season number three. It just makes me so happy to see uh, retailers growing and thriving and stepping in to see the best version of their businesses and having a lifestyle to match it as well too. So we have listeners from all over the world. So shout out to you all. I'm so grateful to you, but let's get into Amazon. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our competitive advantage over Amazon. Let's go. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. So I hear quite regularly from my coaching clients, from my one-on-one -on -one clients, from my retailer inner circle, I can't compete with Amazon. I am not Amazon. Should I be giving free shipping? Should we be doing this? Why should I bother? Everybody's shopping on Amazon. I am here to tell you that that is really a detrimental mindset because we actually have a huge competitive advantage over Amazon. So it kind of shocks me when those conversations happen, because I really feel like just saying, huh, like, what are you talking about? Like, you are so much more than Amazon. And I want you to stop thinking about Amazon as your competition. And I want you to think of Amazon as it's just a, another, it's just another business down the road. It's just another business like any other business. And you do have a competitive advantage. Now, I will say, we do have to, uh, and this is what we're going to talk about a little bit here in the podcast today. Amazon does do things well and how we can learn from Amazon and apply some of those strategies to our businesses. 
Let's learn from them and apply them to our businesses. And I want to remind you of some of the um, things that you might have forgotten why you have that competitive advantage. So one thing that Amazon does well, let's get into that first. One thing that Amazon does really, really well, and this is going to be surprising. You're all thinking, what are you thinking right now? You're thinking, you know, shut it out if you're in the car. You're thinking, oh, shipping, free shipping. They're doing this, they're doing that. You know, they have distribution centers and all of the things, right? But what they do really, really well is they solve people's problems. They have identified what it is people want, and they have solved the problem. So they understand like that people want it, you know, really easy, you know, they want it prime, right? So they want it free shipping. So it's not really free. We're actually paying for prime, you know, we're paying for shipping. And they understood that people wanted that free shipping. That doesn't mean we have to do free shipping, right? But what they do understand are their customers' needs. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you have been a member of my retailers inner circle, you know that I'm regularly saying we have to pay attention to our customers' needs. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? What are they doing? So in your day-to-day -day operations of your retail business, what are things that you can do to make things easier for your clients? Now, it's not just business as usual. Like what can you make faster, easier? You know, they have made one-click checkout possible. So what can you do in your shop? They have um, removed the barriers, if you will. <laughs> They've made things easier. So what can we do? We can make things like parking easier, or maybe we're going to make our checkout counter more efficient, or I've seen retailers, you know, move the flow around. It doesn't have to be <laughs> free shipping. It has to be something that your customers find easy. Maybe you have a loyalty program that they can come in and just show their card and they don't have to, you're just making it easy for them. What can you do to make things easier, like what is a barrier of resistance maybe to come to shop at your location? So think about that from a high level. This is what Amazon does. They spend a lot of time spending time wondering, you know, what's holding people back? Why are they not coming in? Is it your hours? Gosh, oh my gosh. I know a lot of you are thinking, you know, oh, I don't want to be open any more hours, but maybe your hours are limited and they are a barrier. If you're only open a few hours a day and most people, your ideal clients or your, your beautiful clients that you are trying to attract are not available at that time, or maybe you're only open two hours at night or you teach your workshops on Sunday mornings and they're all at church. I don't know. What is it? Is it about you or is it about them? Some of these decisions that we make. Amazon are very good at making decisions about their clients. And this is a really big lesson that we can all learn from Amazon. So that's one of the things that's step number one. <laughs> it's one of the things we can take away from Amazon. I also really want to frame it, I guess, remind you that Amazon, we don't want to be Amazon. I mean, you can be Amazon. There's nothing saying that you can't grow your business to be an Amazon if that's what you want. If you want your brick and mortar and, e and or e-commerce business to become Amazon, that's fine. But you know, Amazon had 2 million prime members alone. Do you really want that many customers? <laughs> like you can build your own Amazon worthy business. You don't need to be Amazon, right? So they, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a couple of statistics. Here's one that we can take away and we can go for that Amazon did. They had a 37.6 increase in revenue last year. 
Think about it. You could have a 37.6 increase in revenue. And to be honest, I have retailers inside my Level Up Mastermind group that have seen those numbers. So just looking at the little numbers, even, you know, you're not Amazon, you don't need to be a multi million dollar business, you can be a multi million dollar business. And I have retailers doing millions of dollars, I have retailers doing a lot less as well. But what I'm saying is, don't let the big numbers of Amazon and the big power of Amazon hold you back. You don't want that many customers. Can you imagine if all of a sudden you had 2 million loyalty customers? That would be crazy, right? So build your own business, run your own race, but take some of these strategies and tips from Amazon. So that's the first one. So the first one was looking at what their customers did. This is a big one. Like I'm you know, this isn't just woo-woo fluff. This is a big part of Amazon's strategy that we can totally, you know, put into place. Thinking about what it is that the real problems that you solve for your customers. So that can go into a lot of different things, right? The second thing that they do, and this is, listen up, take a note. If you're driving, pay attention, ask Siri to take a note. I don't know, whatever. That's what I do, by the way. Secret tip, I always ask Siri to take a note while I'm driving and make a note of things in podcasts like this when they're big ones. So here's number two. One of the things that Amazon does that we can do beautifully and use this strategy in our independent retail business is it's called the press release method or you know, working backwards. I think they also call it the, the backwards method or something along that lines. But think about it as a press release. When they want to launch a new product line, or a product or a service. And this can go for all of you listening that have different revenue streams or different, you wanna bring in a brand or you wanna bring in, do something new and exciting in your retail business. Think about it from the reverse engineering of a press release. So Amazon start, and they, they shared this technique, I guess they've shared this and this is what they do in their boardrooms. You think about launching a press release for this thing. What are we saying about it? What are, you know, the who, what, where's, and why's of a press release? And they work backwards from the press release. It's such a great concept. I do it a lot without even thinking about it. I think since I've heard this, you know, I, I've been doing, I've always reverse engineered and hello to my retailer inner circle members who hear me talk about reverse engineering a lot, but we reverse engineer. So think about, let's say adding a new service to your business. Well, what does that look like? Like put all the details or as many details as you can and action them from a point of view of a press release. A press release is meant to get your people excited. It's meant to have details. It's meant to have facts and all of these things for your press release and work backwards. Isn't it exciting? So let's just say you're going to start teaching workshops or you're going to add a design service or you're going to launch your e-commerce or something along those lines. You know, what are all the details that you would need on your press release? You'd need to know, you know, what types of workshops you're going to do or whatever. If it's a new product line coming in, what is this new product line? Why is it, why is this exciting? Why is it big? Why do we want to do this? You know, who is this for? Or, you know, who will be running it or whatever, all of those details, reverse engineer them. And that is something you can take away from Amazon. I think it's an amazing strategy for those of us, especially like most of my coaching clients do and my retailers that are listening, and hopefully you are too, have multiple types of streams of revenue inside your store. You're not just selling one type of widget and that's it. That's all. There's other things you're doing. So, or maybe it's launching a new product line or 
or something along that lines. So the second strategy that we can take away from Amazon and how they're successful is a press release method. So we're going to reverse engineer. And this is a great mental shift for you. So if you're not already doing that, it's basically asking the right questions so that you can put the pieces together. The third thing that we can take away from Amazon and instill into our beautiful, independent lifestyle businesses is social proof and star rating. This is the third thing that Amazon does really, really well. And we can totally do this. I know a lot of you are doing this already, and I want to encourage you to really dig into thinking about how this could work for you or leveling up, being a little bit more assertive and aggressive about getting your reviews and uh, reviews of products, reviews uh, and uh, social proof. So think about it. When you go to Amazon and you look at a product, we, what do we do? We scroll down, we see, you know, if it's something different, if it's not like, you know, even a book or anything that you're doing, right? You look and you say, what are other people saying about this product? right? We all do it. It's it, This is common now everywhere. Um, my husband is a very good example of he won't buy, like he won't, we needed like new gutters on our house. And he went to like four different websites uh, in our area, uh, four different gutter people, <laughs> gutter people, what are they? Anyway, you know what I mean? The gutters that go around the house for rain. Um, I don't even know if that's what they're called. No, oh, sorry, guys. Anyhow, um, this is life. But he's looking at the pro the reviews on their websites. So some of them have kind of mediocre websites. Some of them, you know, I'm like, go to their Facebook page and look on their Facebook page. And, you know, so he ended up booking the company that had the best reviews. And he kept saying to me, it wasn't price. It wasn't anything. You know, the prices are all around the same. He didn't really care. Not that he didn't care. He knew the prices around what it should be. It was the reviews that sold him. And this is what we do on Amazon as well, right? We go and we look at a product. If it's all, if there's a bunch of one stars on a product, we don't buy it, right? Social proof is really important and more so. So we can get social proof on our websites. We can get social proof on our um, Facebook pages. You know, we want to have reviews and social proof. So even having customers sitting, if you are a workshop leader, I know a lot of you listening are creative workshop leaders. So if you have a picture of a bunch of smiling, happy faces at your workshops, and then, you know, they're all holding and they're smiling, that's social proof, my friends. That's social proof. Put that on a, on a page and put it on your website and, you know, have like, that's everybody else wants what everybody else is happy about, if that makes, hopefully makes sense. The other, you know, just asking your customers to leave honest reviews on your Google My Business page, on your Facebook page, asking customers, putting uh, bag stuffers in, sending it out in your email, linking back to your Facebook page or your Google My Business page and saying, I would be so grateful for an honest review. Very similar to how I ask you to leave an honest review here if you like the podcast. It just, it's social proof, right? If you go look for a podcast and you're, you know, no one's ever left a review, then you're kind of, mm, that's kind of, why has no one left a review? We look at reviews. We look at social proof from our peers. Nobody wants to go first, right? No one wants to be your, you know, the first person, you know, at to leave something. So make sure that you're asking your favorite clients and asking your, you know, um, you know what I mean, all your good people, all the people that you love, start with that. And then it makes it easier for other people, but be put that into your marketing plan 
that you are going to be consistent about getting social proof and referrals from your clients. So there's lots of different ways to do that. Um, you know, there's just, there's just so many ways and, you know, we can do a whole podcast on social proof and, you know, star ratings and all of that, but it matters. So take that from Amazon and plug that into your marketing strategy as well. Okay. So that was number three. Number four, Number four, this is where we have a super high competitive advantage and Amazon does this really well and we can do it better. It's called suggestive selling. Amazon does suggestive selling so well. So suggestive selling is, you all know when you are on Amazon, people who bought this also bought these four things. And what do a lot of us do? They're like, ooh, I like those four things. I'm going to do those four things too, right? So if you have an e-commerce site, of course, you're going to try to have a suggestive selling. It's a, it's a usually a plugin that you can get with your e-commerce site. But in your brick and mortar, my friend, you have every opportunity for suggestive selling, <laughs> like all day, every day, nonstop, all the time. This is what you should be really honing in on. And it it's so helpful to your customers. We did an entire uh, podcast with Nikki Rauch on this, and we talked about, you know, how to be comfortable um, and, you know, not upselling. This is suggestive selling. This is like, if you buy this, this, you know, buy this necklace, these earrings go really well with it. Buy this paint, this brush goes really well with it. Customers who buy this, they usually love this. You know, who else do you have to buy for? These are things that are super helpful to your client right back to understanding what the real problem is that your client has and understanding that, you know, we can fix it by knowing our products, letting people just wander through your shop and never talking to them and not suggestive selling is not doing them any favors. I am not talking about hounding and pressure sales and all of those things. Those are icky things. And if those are what you are into, probably don't want to listen to me anymore, but being proactive and being helpful to your client and being super attentive to suggestive selling, that is going to make a difference in your business, just like it does with Amazon. And I want you to think about your buying habits on Amazon, because no matter who we are, no matter what we say about not shopping on Amazon, most of us are shopping on Amazon at some point in time, right? You know, we can remind people about local shopping and we can try local. I'm an avid local shopper. <laughs> Y'all know that if you if you know me at all, you know, I'm an avid lo local shopper, but I also shop on Amazon and I love the suggestive selling thing. I am that person that doesn't know how to put earrings with necklaces. So when I go into your shop, please, for the love, Michelle, if you're listening, this would be you. <laughs> I'm saying because I am not good. Uh, Michelle's a local a shop owner that I shop in her shop and I love it. Uh, anyhow, um, you know, I am not good at putting clothes together. I am not good at, you know, putting gift packages together. I am, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to be, I don't know your, I don't know what you have in your shop. So if I'm looking at something, I'm looking at a pair of earrings, show me the necklace that goes with it. If I'm looking at a creative product or I'm looking at a bar of soap, show me the hand towels that would look beautiful with it. Make sure that you are honing your skills as a salesperson. 
your customers need you to do that. <laughs> your customers want you to do that. So flip the script of your mind of being salesy or whatever to being helpful. Our episode with Nikki Rausch is a great episode for you to have a listen to if you are wondering about different ways to sell with confidence, I think is what we actually called it because she gives you some great tips. So those are four things that Amazon does really well that we can take away with our own integrity, our own values, our own authentic selves and, and make the most of it. So I'm just going to review them really quick. The four things that Amazon does really, really well that we can do. Number one, they listen to what the real problem is that their customers have and they work to solve it. So they really pay attention and they really are attentive to it. Again, I've been saying all along, let's pay attention to what our customers are thinking, what they're feeling and what they're doing. What do they need from us right now? And this is a really good start. And be be honest with yourself, like be honest with yourself. And you know, is it about you or about them? Some of the decisions that you make, I want you to, to really think about that. Number two, they work with the press release model or method. So they reverse engineer everything from anything new or exciting that they want to bring on board. They reverse engineer it from the press release and the exciting news about it all of the details. And that's how they work through and make sure that it's, you know, exciting enough. They ask all the right questions in that way. It's a really great mental shift for us. Number three, we can use Amazon's idea of really excelling at social proof and star rating. And again, that's really invaluable. So getting customers star ratings and showing, you know, social proof all over the place, you know, of all these amazing things that it's happening because you have beautiful shops. Everybody needs to know, right? And asking your customers for honest reviews is all you really need to do. Just put a strategy in place for that. Number four is suggestive selling. So getting really comfortable with helping customers, you know, with the next item and having grab and go items and having your whole team on board with, you know, take your top 10 products in your shop or 50 products in your shop and have a suggestive sell to go with it. So whatever your, you know, whatever your most common products are, think about that, grab something and know that you can suggest this with that, or, you know, your products best. This is my, this is my part to this, you know, your products and help your customers. Remember during the holiday season, a lot of retailer or a lot of customers just want to walk into a retailer and, you know, they just want help and they just want you to help them. You know, what do they need more than anything? They need you to just make it easy for them. So make it easy for me when I'm in your shop, my friends, and I will be so grateful. And so will your customers. We'll make it easy. We'll suggest a sell, give them, you know, all the ideas and don't forget to ask them the magic words of who else do you have to buy for? That's a really a great thing. So on that, like that's all things that Amazon are doing that we can take away. I could go on more, but I just wanted to share those four. I want you to remember that your competitive advantage to Amazon or over Amazon or any, you know, any of the big box stores, to be honest, any of those big box stores is your genuine interest in your customer's success with your products. And I know that if you're listening and you're that type of person, I know, I know that that's how you feel. You really want customers to succeed with the products they buy in your shop, right? So if you have heart behind it and your team are on board, you have values, you have integrity, you have a competitive advantage, right? We know that already. You're offering personal service. People can touch and feel. You can remember their name. I don't care how... Um, 
integrated all our computer systems are right now. You know, it's fine that, you know, they can send me an email like, hey, Wendy, you haven't shopped on Amazon in the last, you know, month or whatever. You know, that's not the same as when I walk in your shop and you remember my name. Or even if you don't know my name or you don't remember using things like when I hand you my credit card and you say, oh, I hope you had a good day today, Wendy. I hope you enjoyed shopping. You know, using people's name, being genuinely interested in their success in finding things in your store or gifts to buy or just being genuine. That is a competitive advantage. And we forget that. We forget that we are offering services beyond the big box stores. And I truly 100% believe that, and and statistics are showing that and trends are showing that, that uh, customers want connection. They want to be able to come into your shop. They want to feel good. They want an experience. You know, we've been talking about this for so long and they just do. They want to feel good. They want to feel, you know, so they want to see your stores, you know, and they want you to solve their problem. And their problem is they need a gift or they want to feel good and they want to buy themselves something. You know, there's all, there's all of the reasons that people buy and really paying attention to your customer and seeing them as humans walking through the door, not just dollar signs, you know, that's what Amazon sees. I mean, you know, that's what the big box stores, they're all about the number of bodies that walk in and, you know, the, the, and I know we talk about average order values and I know we talk about conversion and all of those things, but really, truly 100%, each person that comes across your threshold of your, of your shop, you know, that's a potential lifetime loyal customer. And, you know, you just can't wrap that up and put it on Amazon. <laughs> you just can't. So remember, customers want to experience your shop. They that you do have a huge competitive advantage. I want to stop hearing retailers say, "Oh, I can't compete with Amazon." I also want to remind you, we've just talked about all of these things that Amazon are doing well. We're talking about all your competitive advantage. I want to remind you that most people do not go to Amazon because of pricing. Most people do not go to Amazon because of pricing. If they go, it's because A, they can't get it local. They don't know it's local. They're too lazy to go get it local. You cannot, like you can't fix lazy. So, you know, you might be able to entice them, but people generally are not going to Amazon for price shopping um, as a rule. That has, you know, been proven. There's lots of stats on that. So I want you to think about, you. please stop discounting and, you know, thinking it's all about the sales. It's not about that. It's about everything else that we talked about today. It's about making your customers feel seen, solving their problems, making it easy for them, making like everything easy for them. That is going to be like a thing I want you to think about (laughs) everything easy. Um, You know, thinking about your social proof and suggestive selling. And again, thinking about your competitive advantage all the time. You are way, way, way better than Amazon. So you are not Amazon and that is a good thing. That's how we'll wrap this up today. Thank you, my friends, for listening. If you found today's episode helpful, couple of things. One, I love to know what it is that you, you know, took away from this. If there was one bit of nug- one nugget you took away from this podcast, I would love to know. Your feedback really, truly matters to me because I will be able to do more podcasts with what you like. And uh, I just, you know, it just does help me a lot to know what what matters. If you are a regular listener and you're in my Rockstar Creatives group, jump into the group. We'll continue the conversation there. Let me know what you took away. We always share the podcast inside 
my free group, uh, again, Rockstar Creatives. And if you're an Inner Circle member, one of my beautiful uh, community members from my retailers, Inner Circle, let's also please reach out. Let me know. I would love to know or leave a review. I would love that as well too. So thanks for being here today. I can't wait to hear how you level up and have a bit of a competitive advantage over Amazon. All right, my friends, have a fantastic week. We have a great podcast coming for you next Monday. So we'll see you then. Bye, friends. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. Bye.